This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. In the town that I live in, and in Birmingham, Alabama, I'm trying to start a monthly event. I'm calling it NerdCon Monthly. That may or may not be the name that we stick with in the future. But the idea is that uh, we have a lot of fun in the summer doing conventions. And I do panels at those conventions. And panels are where... I sit in front of a group of people with a couple of co-hosts, and we basically do a podcast, but in front of people. And we interact with the audience. We talk about a TV show, or we talk about a movie, or something. You know, uh, some of the panels that I've done in the past have been about Marvel versus DC kind of stuff, or we cover Star Trek Discovery, things like that. And I had this idea that doing those panels are a lot of fun. We could do those panels at other times besides just at a convention. So why don't I start an event where once a month I'll get together with a group of people at the Hoover Public Library and we'll just do a couple of panels and we'll talk about some movies. We'll talk about some TV shows. We might play a game of sci-fighters or sci-fi Jeopardy or something like that. So I set up the first event and uh, basically one person showed up well two people showed up it was, it was me and it was uh, Joe Crow who you heard on the show before and it was Michael Nip, who is a uh, friend of mine that does a podcast here in Birmingham called the Deuce Cast Movie Show and I know him from uh, other conventions we do the Magic City Con together we do the Sci-Fi Fantasy Festival here at the library together every year and uh, he came and since it was the first event, I wasn't expecting a, a, a big group, but since we were the only three people that, that came, we just decided to turn the mics on and sit around the table and just chat about some of the uh, best bad movies that we can remember. And uh, so that's what we did, and that's what this episode is. So I'm going to stop talking, I'm going to play the theme music, and then I'm going to let you hear our recording from the library about our favorite bad movies. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Welcome to Cosmic Potato. The Super Fan Talk Podcast. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. We've got you covered with everything from Marvel to Star Wars. I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan. Classic films, trivia games, and beyond. Come to the coast and get together, have a few laughs. Now, on with the show. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean and we are live at the Hoover Library. We were having an, uh, an event we were calling NerdCon uh, and uh, Michael Nip showed up. That's he's, right. He's the only one in our, uh, in our audience right now. So, uh, But we got the mics out and we decided we'd, uh, we'd talk about some stuff. So how's it going, Mike? Uh, doing great, man. Just glad to be here. Glad to... Anytime there's an opportunity to talk about nerdy stuff, yeah. I will come. You're on uh, the Deucecast movie. The Deucecast movie show. Yep, yeah. we're on year 
seven or eight. I've kind of lost track of how many years we've been recording, <laughs> but episode-wise, we've got like 371 episodes. Uh, the DeuceCast Movie Show, we're on all your podcatchers of choice, and we're part of the RetroZap network, yeah. network, so got to get all my plugs in. We, uh, we both do uh, the conventions that are in the area. We do Magic City Con, and we do the, the science fiction fantasy festival that they have here at the library. I think the first time that I ever heard of DeuceCast was at Magic City Con yeah. the first year. Or, or it could have been Phoenix Festival before that. I don't yeah. know if you went to one of those. I don't, but. I don't think so. I think, okay. I think Magic City Comics was yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. I did anything in Birmingham. Actually participating in anything anyway. But um, So what I thought we'd do is uh, we're waiting for Joe. Joe Crow is going to be here with us. He's stuck <laughs> in traffic right now. Uh, those of you that don't live in Birmingham don't know, but we had a, uh, a bridge closure in Birmingham, which is the main bridge that goes through Birmingham, it's shut down and they're tearing it down. So traffic gets rerouted all around the city, and we're it's kind of traffic apocalypse for the next uh, 12 months or so. So Joe's kind of stuck in that right now. Yeah, he is. So, uh, all right. So let's just talk about some of the movies that are coming out okay. over the summer. Great. Starting with uh, Endgame. Yes. Looking forward to that. Most definitely. Um, I'm terrified because it's three hours and two minutes. Yeah, yeah. That is a a long run time, so I will not be drinking any beverage whatsoever because I want to be able to sit through that whole thing. I think they should have an intermission, personally. I mean, I went and saw um, The Hateful Eight. It was sort of like a special event thing, yeah. and it was a three-and-a-half-hour movie, and they actually had an intermission. Because it because they were showing it on film, right? Yes. Yeah, so. And I thought that was cool that there was an intermission. You could take a break, go have you know go to the restroom or whatever. Yeah. And the good thing about, at least at our local IMAX, save seats. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's not an issue of losing your seat if you get up or yeah. something yeah. during the intermission. Um so I hope they actually decide to do that. I don't know if they're going to. Well, I used to work. I used to work at a movie theater, um, the one that used to be over by the Galleria here in Birmingham. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's old school. Yeah, I don't. This was in the '90s. So I don't know if you've ever been in the projection room at one of those. Or right. A '90s yes, style theater. Yes. They had these big platters. It's got the film on it. So yep. Yep. Most of the reason that they had those intermissions is because the the platter couldn't hold film for more than about two hours worth of a movie. Yeah. So. They had to stop the movie so they can change the film out, and uh, but now everything's digital. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, know. that's probably not an issue, which makes to me would make it easy, even easier to pause it and have an intermission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just hit so, pause. And- <laughs> yeah. It, anyways, I'm I'm really excited for the movie. I love the character posters that came out. Yeah. I thought those were really great. Even Happy Hogan got a character poster. Pepper yeah. Potts gets yeah. a character poster. I mean, we we never thought we would see any of that. But have you seen uh, any of the parody ones that have been coming? Oh out? gosh, yes. I mean, there's, there's been one some. That had Howard the Duck on. Yeah, there was. There's been some really <laughs> funny ones. I saw one um, with uh, Ben Quadraneros. Yeah. Only because, and you know, he didn't die or anything, but because his uh, pod racer blew up, and so they had some, so I thought that was pretty funny. Do you have any theories of what's going to happen? Man, I mean, w- with. With this particular situation, if you've seen the preview, and I hope I'm not going to spoil anything, because if you've seen the preview, you've noticed that those that are alive have a white outfit on at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. To me, that means that's a quantum realm. They're going into the quantum realm and at some point. That's, that's the theory that I've heard. It's, yeah. That's an I mean, basically an Ant-Man suit. Yeah. That's an Ant-Man type suit. And so something, they're, they're going to be doing something in the quantum realm to reverse what Thanos did. But who built those suits if Hank Pym got ashed? 
You know, he turned the axe. Anybody can build a suit. Tony um, Stark can build a suit. Anybody I, can build. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. He could. Yeah. Um, there's there there's theories going around that there's going to be time travel involved. I would think there's got to be something. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that's why I think. It's going to be quantum realm based, though, because yeah. I wouldn't want to necessarily just have straight up time travel in the Avengers, you know, universe or in yeah. the MCC universe. But if they mess around in the quantum realm, then I can buy it a little bit. I mean, they kind of laid the seeds in uh, in Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer's character made some reference to there's things in the quantum realm. That yes, I can't remember exactly what she said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like there's some things that you just can't explain. It's like right. a whole other world in there. So. I don't know if you can go through the quantum realm and then time isn't an issue and you right. can travel in time that way. I don't know. Uh, travel back in time and take all the stones before Thanos can get them. They have another glove, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, we know what. So we know from Infinity War that there's only one possibility, right, that yeah. can solve for this. And so we'll. I mean, I, I would think that the quantum realm would have to be involved in some way. Yeah. I mean, with that, and in Scott Lang, he's familiar with it. Ant Man's familiar with the quantum realm, yeah. so he's going to take him in there and see what happens. Let's, okay, I need to make a note to Disney: stop spoiling things in the trailer. Oh, I know. know because, I know. I mean, it's hard to avoid nowadays, but I mean, because we knew we knew Ant Man was going to be in this movie, but. The last time we saw Ant Man, he was trapped in the quantum realm. Right. And then in the trailer, he's ringing the doorbell. He's like, "Hey, hey guys, remember <laughs> like, me?" Well, we know he got out. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it was like in the first uh, in uh, Infinity War. One thing that I was wondering was, well, how's he going to get the stone that's in Vision's head? And then yeah. in the, in the, in the uh, trailer, they show him digging it out of his uh, head. Oh yeah. Like, well, <laughs> there you go. He's going to kill Vision. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, we used to have a, a co-host on our show, Pinky, um, and he was uh, not watching Trailer Guy. Yeah. So he he basically would come to a movie, stick headphones in, and put his head down. Yeah. When the trailers were going on, and he would be like, "Nudge me when they're over." And, yeah. and so we would nudge him, and he would watch the movie or whatever. But he he did not watch tra- uh, trailers. He said his trailers were posters, basically. Yeah. So he would look at the posters, and he you know if it was a good poster. Maybe it gives you a hint of something. Yeah. Somebody was saying that one of the international posters gave a hint of something, but I haven't delved into looking at I it enough. They came out like yesterday, uh, date of recording. I know the, uh, fir- the first poster that I saw only had the, the people on it that survived. Right. And then the next one that I saw had the same people on the, in the sky and then on the ground. You saw yeah, the silhouettes which that was a really people. cool yeah, poster. I, like that. I dug that poster a lot. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So that comes out in uh, April. April 26th. Yeah. Right around the corner. Um, we've also got uh, Detective Pikachu. Have you seen the trailers? I love Detective Pikachu, man. <laughs> I want my, my kids, uh, especially my older daughter, she's eight. She loves Pokemon. Yeah. And does the cards at school and stuff. And she really wants to go to it. And I'm hoping that it's not like overly adult. Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed in one of the trailers they, you know, had some language or whatever. So I, I don't know. I mean, you think with Ryan Reynolds being the voice of Pikachu that maybe there is going to be some of that. It's but be some Deadpool type. Jokes. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, that'd be a bridge too far for Pokemon. Yeah. But it, it, hey, it looks great though. I but mean, the, the world that they built. Yeah, that's the first live action Pokemon world that I think we. Yeah, it looks cool. Which I never really got into. My my son liked like Pokemon when he was little, but I never really got into the the whole world. I didn't realize that uh, Detective Pikachu 
That, was that a cartoon or is I don't know. No, I think this is just for the movie. I, think, I mean, well, I, I don't know. Like there was a video game or something. See, that I don't know something. Yeah, and, but he. This is the only version of Pikachu that can talk. Oh, really? So, well, I got the impression that um, only. That only, only that, that guy, guy understand could understand yeah. him, so okay. I don't know. Because yeah, the rest of the Pika people are just like, Pika Pika? That's yeah. all he says. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, then you got Aladdin coming out. Eh. Look, I mean, here's the deal. Uh, we were supposed to go see Dumbo last night because it's a Disney movie. We go see it. And I get, and I get, pull up the reviews and it just gets lamb, it's getting lambasted. Yeah. And it just basically says that there's no heart in it and. You can't see a Dumbo movie without having heart in it, so we just skipped it. So I mean, we'll probably wait for it whenever it comes on Disney Plus. I mean, we'll probably watch it then. But so yeah, I I have not heard good things about Dumbo, but right. So I mean, with Aladdin, I, I'm more of a Aladdin fan than I am a Dumbo fan in general. Yeah. So I, I think I'll go see it. I, I do like the fact that they went authentic with the cast, mm-hmm. um, other than Will Smith. But I mean. He'll be fine. As long as he doesn't try and do an impression of Robin Williams, I think yeah. he'll be fine. If he yeah. makes it his own, it'll be fine. Yeah. That's, that's what I'd rather see anyways. I wouldn't want to see somebody in there trying to do Robin Williams. Yeah. And people have, have been attacking the, 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 the trailer that they released, uh, the way that the genie looked and everything. If the genie was not blue... They would be complaining about that, too. right? I mean, you know, yeah. so and people I, I, will find something to complain about. Yeah, and I don't think that the blue genie is going to be—he's not going to look like that through the whole movie. No, I think he's going to look like so. that in certain key scenes. Right, right, right. I agree. And he's going to look more human. In, yeah, for yeah. most of the movie, totally. we went to see we went to see Aladdin on Broadway. Oh, cool! Uh, a couple of years ago, my daughter had a, a a trip to New York, and that's what we ended up going to see because the Lion King tickets were just too hard. To Probably, get. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and the genie. In the stage version is not blue. It's just yeah. it's just some guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but he, if he does his performance, kind of based on that, it, I think it would work. Yeah. You know, so cool. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm looking forward to that one more than I am Dumbo. I mean, obviously we skipped it. We'll wait till Disney Plus. I yeah. Mean, you know. Yeah. It'll be that way. Uh, what about uh, Dark Phoenix? I hope it's good, but the track record of the X-Men films as of late has not been great to yeah. me. I mean, I thought that um, Apocalypse was a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> Days of Future Past, I I liked, and, and uh, First Class, I liked. First Class was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... We'll see. I, look, I trust Simon Kinberg. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, a guy that's been in the industry a long time, just mostly in, on the production side, though. This might be his first directing gig. Yeah. You know, because most of the stuff he's done has just been uh, uh, as a producer. Yeah. Um, he's a good storyteller. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm not thrilled with the cast in general, other than the people that were in first class. Yeah. So I think they added a bunch of new cast. Was it in Days of Future Past? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was in Days of Future Past. They added all the other cast. Sansa, I don't know her real name. Um, <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and a couple of other characters. Uh, whoever the guy that plays Cyclops. Uh, Ty Sheridan. He's yeah, a pretty yeah. good actor. I like him, but I just have... Uh, it, I think as long as Fassbender has a lot, of, a lot to do in this mm-hmm. and McAvoy has a lot to do in this, then I'll be fine with it. But if they're just looking off screen, grabbing their paycheck, yeah. I'm not going to be really into yeah. it. 
Yeah, I don't know what it is with X-Men. Because sometimes when they say X-Men movie, I'm like, well, I'll watch it. Because half the time it turns out good, and then half the time it turns right. out... It's fifty-fifty. You got a fifty-fifty chance that you might like yeah. something about it. And I'm, I've never really been a huge fan of the Dark Phoenix story in general. I mean, that's not my X Men. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's. I don't know. I mean, I know that's a huge storyline for X Men, but it's never really been my thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it was about Apocalypse. It seems like Apocalypse was just most of the movie. It was just Apocalypse going around and gathering his team. Yeah. And then once he got the team together. You know, there was one fight at the end. And yeah, it had some pretty decent special effects. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, they never skimp on the special effects, but I, I just, I thought, and I like Oscar Isaac a lot, but I just thought he was way too over the top. I mean, that could, but that could have been anybody. And exactly. Yeah. They didn't need to hire Oscar Isaac to do that because they yeah. could have had anybody do it. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I'll watch it because yeah. it's an X Men movie, and it's look, it's really kind of the, like the last of the Fox 20th Century Fox regime of X Men. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got new mutants coming out, but if it actually ever comes out, I don't think. I think I read something, uh, not that it wasn't going to happen, but that it was going to be turned into a Disney Plus miniseries or something, uh, and it very well could be. Which I mean, is weird because they, I saw a trailer for that movie oh, in the theater. <laughs> yeah, like a year ago. Yeah, I mean they've been talking about like it was that supposed movie. to come out in a couple of months, and then it just never happened. It never happened yeah. exactly. So I don't know. I mean, I'll go support it just because it's like the last Fox regime movie. Yeah. And we'll see what they do. We'll see what Disney does to integrate them into the MCU. Yeah, I'm wondering if. Disney will do an X-Men movie or if they'll just kind of use those. You know what a drop the mic moment would be? Um, uh, The second, you know, not the the middle cut scene during the trailer, but the very last cut scene you have Hugh Jackman come out as Wolverine (laughs) at the very end of Endgame and... That'd be that would be amazing. Did you catch the scene in Deadpool two where all the X Men were in were in the room when he walked by? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which they 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 filmed. I think they were they had them all together filming Dark Phoenix anyway. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, they filmed that and it just kind of green screened it into that doorway. Or yeah, whatever. But, yeah. Uh, Men in Black International. Yeah, I mean, we don't know much about it other than what we've seen in the trailer. Yeah, I'll go see it just because I, I I've enjoyed that series in general and I like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'll go. I'll go see it. Yeah. I mean, he he usually he he elevates movies that he's in. I mean, he was kind of the only good thing about the Ghostbusters film that came out a couple of years ago. <laughs> I thought his character was hilarious. I mean, yeah. So I'll go see it. Um. Speaking of Ghostbusters, have you seen that little teaser trailer that they put out oh, for the man. for the new? Which yes. I mean, you don't see anything other than the car. Yeah, the car and the barn. Yeah, and I think that they just they've got they've had a few casting announcements. I mean. uh the the girl that was in uh, Captain Marvel that played young uh, Carol Danvers, yeah, okay, she okay. got cast in a key role or something. So I mean, they're they're look, I, I think it'll be good. I'm hearing, yeah, what I'm hearing is that this is going to be going more of a Stranger Things route than a. I mean, it, well, it, yeah, makes sense. It's going to be got to capitalize on that. Yeah, it's going to be a direct sequel to Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, but. They're going to kind of focus on kids. And I don't know if it's going to be the kids of the Ghostbusters or it's got to be like the grandkids or something if it's going to be set. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And then the only other one that I had that that 
I put on the list was Toy Story 4. Have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah, I mean, Toy Story 4... Uh, the search for Spork. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing. The character's name's not even Sporky. Yeah, it's yeah. Forky. I'm yeah. like, why, why not name it Sporky? It's a Spork. It's yeah. not a Fork. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was talking to my co-host, uh, David, about this because he's a big Disney guy. And I'm like, this, this is such an unneeded movie to me. I mean, I thought 3 wrapped up the series perfectly perfectly and it's just i don't know i'm not going to say it's a cash grab because i'm sure that it's going to be fine yeah but it just feels like they're extending something and tom hanks has already said this is his last one yeah um so it feels like they're just extending something that didn't need to be extended yeah yeah but i'll go see it i mean pixar's really never let me down i mean i i really have liked everything that they've done. I mean, Incredibles 2 was surprisingly a bit more adult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I go see all of them. I mean, My co-hosts argue with me that I liked Incredibles 2, but I thought that everything that happened in Incredibles 2 was a retelling of the Incredibles. I mean, it was, it was, it was the same plot yeah. points, you know, they hit all the same notes and everything, but, but it was good. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll go see this just because, I've seen the other, the last two, I've taken my kids to the theater. Yeah. Now, the first one came out before my kids were born. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, what was that, 95? Yeah. I mean, it's, been, it's like a that. series that's been going on almost as, well, about the same length of time as Mission Impossible. Yeah. I mean, because Mission Impossible, I think their first one was 96. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it's, it's impressive the amount of these series that can just last a long time. I mean, MCU has been one that, is a lot quicker than people if I split 11 years yeah I mean and 22 films in 11 years that's yeah. pretty impressive yeah that is churning out some movies yeah you put out two or three movies a year yeah yeah I you mean, can get your numbers up pretty quick but yeah I mean another one I'm looking forward to is Spider-Man Far From Home yeah I mean that because that comes out in July and so as far as summer blockbusters are concerned I, I, I'm always I love Tom Holland as Peter mm-hmm. Parker I think he embodies the character um, at least on the same level as Tobey Maguire. I don't think Andrew yeah. Garfield embodied Peter Parker at all. Yeah. I, I didn't like either of those. Uh, Andrew Garfield's a fine actor, but I just think they just missed, missed fire on both of right. those. That was basically Sony just trying to keep the license. And uh, yeah, coming out 100%. with movies that they knew they had to release so they could keep the license. we got to get something out. Yeah. I mean, that's why we had that Roger Corman... Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that was fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, I like the fact that we're they're introducing Mysterio. I hope it's not the only movie that we're going to see Mysterio in. I hope this is like an arc that's lasting a while. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't hire Jake Gyllenhaal for just one movie. Yeah. I mean, and the same, same can be said for Michael Keaton. I think he's still going to be around as Vulture. Maybe not in this film, but I think that that character is definitely not done. Yeah. I mean, these, these are some top-notch actors that you don't hire for a one-and-done villain role. I mean, so I think that this isn't the last time. Because I don't even know if this is really going to be a Mysterio film. That's what I've loved about these previews is you really don't can't tell what's going on. I mean, you're like, is that Sandman? Or is that Mysterio (laughs) making these creatures to make it look like he's a hero? Right. I think there's going to be some of that going. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, because Mysterio's... He's pretty uh, mysterious. Yeah, yeah. And that was no, that was another example of uh, a trailer coming out that has a spoiler because the whole fact that the 
Which we knew Spider-Man Far From Home. Right, coming, you can't do, yeah. You see that trailer, it's like, wait a minute, Spider-Man's dead. <laughs> well, uh, well, I mean, and same with, like, Black Panther. I mean, you know there's going to be a Black Panther 2. They've already announced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not general public keeps track of that stuff. But we knew right away after Black Panther was such a huge success that there was going to be a Black Panther 2. Yeah. That character's coming back. I mean, that's the one thing that is going to interest me about Endgame is who is not going to come back. Right. Like, who is not going to survive? I mean, are we still going to see Loki? I mean, because he well, died got prior. A TV, he's got a TV series coming to Disney+. Yeah, but Plus. I thought they said it was prior oh, like a to. thing? Uh, I don't be. know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but he does. Yeah, and, and so does... Uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, they have their own series coming out yeah, on there. Yeah. Um, is that going to be a prequel? Is yeah. that going to be seeing the time in between maybe um, Captain or uh, Captain America, what was the third Captain America? The Civil called? War. Yeah, Civil yeah. War and Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the time in between that. Yeah. Because there was a lot of stuff that went on. I mean, that's one thing that they're never quite clear about is how much time has passed in between some of these movies. Right. Which I'm fine with. I like that. Yeah. I mean... It'd be interesting to see if uh, Vision, if he comes back, which I mean he will, but if yeah. he comes back and he doesn't have, uh, it was the mind, they had the mind stone. Right? He had the mind stone. Yeah. So if he comes back and he doesn't have that, how yeah. different will he be? Yeah. You know, will he not have the emotions or whatever they has? Right, that, right, right. That we know him with. Yeah, he'll be more android than man yeah. at that point. Yeah. More machine, man, more yeah. machine than man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Joe's not here yet, so we'll. We'll go ahead and get moving to our, 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 our topic, which was just just bad movies that we love. And this bad is a, a topic that we've done on my show before, but it's been several years. So, And it's a topic that can always be revisited. Oh, yeah. There's lots and lots of bad movies oh, yes, out there. Are. So, um, uh, The first one that I had on my list was Battleship from 2012. Oh, yeah. That is a pretty <laughs> bad movie. That was, so Hasbro... Created the, uh, the the Transformers movie, yeah, and then I think they also were behind the GI Joe, yeah, movie. yeah, so, yeah, they are. So they wanted to kind of create this uh, not not a universe, but they wanted a a branch of films that were all about film versions of their toys and their games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, so they did a, a film version of Battleship. Well, how do you make a movie? A battleship, won't that just be a war movie? Right. It's like, no, we're going to have aliens. <laughs> of course. I mean, why not? <laughs> but there's nothing in the movie because Battleship, I mean, everybody's played the game Battleship. You know, you just, you're calling out B4, C5, or whatever, yeah. and you're trying to hit the other person's uh, ships. There's nothing in this movie that's really like that. Yeah. I think there's one scene where they're blindly sending some missiles out into the ocean or something <laughs> like that. And that's supposed to be... Uh, but, you know, it had Liam Neeson in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and look, I like uh, Peter Berg a lot. I mean, I've liked all of his movies that he's done with Mark Wahlberg. I mean, they've worked together oh, yeah, quite yeah. a bit. They did, like, Lone Survivor and uh, the Oil Rig one. Um, uh, there was one that just came out last year also. I mean, they've worked together quite a bit. Uh, he, I know he wasn't in Battleship, but I like Peter Berg as a director. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, that movie—I don't know. I just could not get. You wonder if when they, be, they they make movies like this, and then they get big directors to take over, if the director is getting the fact that 
this is a toy or this is a game. Right, yeah. Know? Or if they're more of a serious mind of I'm making a real movie. Yeah, yeah. Or, or something like that. I don't I don't know because it seemed like it took itself more seriously than it should have. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you, I mean, I can I can give them props for that because you almost have to buy into it. Yeah. I mean, as it not being, you know, a board game yeah. <laughs> you know, per se, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I I could not really get into that movie. It kind of stopped after that. I, I don't remember seeing any any more uh, movies coming out based on board games and stuff. No, I mean other than Jumanji, which isn't like a real board game. I yeah. Mean, but still, and look, the Rock's version of Jumanji was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, making a sequel to that. I yes, they are. Yeah, coming out in December, I think. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, bad movies that I love. Uh, the Beastmaster is one yeah. I always <laughs> can talk about. Mark Singer. Um, I, I love. Well, not so much the sequels. I think there was like a couple sequels, but at least the original is just your classic sword and sandal. Yeah. Um, just ridiculous. Speaking of taking itself too seriously, mm-hmm. all those '80s movies like that that were fantasy driven. They were all so serious. Like none of it. There was no like comedic aspects of it, other than you know maybe the uh, the weasels or whatever yeah. those things were. Yeah, <laughs> the ferrets. <laughs> Podo and Kodo, is that right? Yeah, it sounds, I, I'm, it clo- familiar, I'm close yeah. on that. Uh, oh gosh, I, I had so much fun with that movie. I just thought it was so ridiculous, and it has you know all the cr- the the tropes of like a Conan the Barbarian mm-hmm. movie. Uh, but it's just bad. It is not a good movie. It reminds me of like uh, Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, that movie where um, uh, Franklin Jella played Skeletor yes. in that movie, and he he gave a performance. He did. I mean, he, he did. was really he was really taking himself seriously yeah. in a movie based on a cartoon, which was. The cartoon was a commercial for action figures. Right, you know? yeah. I mean, basically. <laughs> I don't know if he got that or if he was just, you know, you know, just, I'm going to sell this character. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, that character scared me, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he <laughs> sold that, man. I yeah. mean, he was legitimately into that role. Yeah. Which is, um, again, you almost have to be. I mean, you can't you can't phone it in with yeah. that. you got to yeah. go over the top with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one I had was uh, Jason X. Have you ever seen that? No, I. You know, I am not a huge horror fan, uh, so I haven't seen. But maybe the first Freddy Krueger movie and the first Jason movie. Yeah, I mean, like the originals I've seen, but I haven't seen any well, Jason, of the sequels. Yeah, Jason wasn't even in the first uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie. Oh, he was, was he not? Yeah, it was in, in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. The killer was his mother. Oh, and, right, 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 right. And yeah, and uh, he took over in the in the second one. But Jason X is basically the, the tenth one, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he is, it takes place in the future. He has been cryogenically frozen, and somebody messes up and lets him loose. So he gets loose, and he finds himself on a starship. Yeah. And all these people are on a starship in space, and there's Jason is loose on the starship. Jason in space. Yeah. So he starts killing people on the starship and there's a, at one point there's an android on the that's part of the crew and stuff and then there's Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one point where he is fighting someone he gets thrown up into a computer and gets electrocuted and like computer stuff happens to him mm-hmm. and stuff and he turns into like this big hulking uber jason or whatever and his, his mask is all metallic and it's fused to his face and stuff yeah and there's a scene where he's in the holodeck 
he's in like a holodeck, and they run a they run a program of Camp Crystal Lake. Ah. And there's these two girls that come up, and they and they're like you know video game characters, right, right, right. And they're like, hey, do you want to smoke some marijuana with us? You know? and, <laughs> and he basically he kills both of them, and then he goes after the. After the, the uh, but it is just, I mean, it's just fun because if you like those '80s type slasher movies, this one didn't come out until. Uh, 2001. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like the 80s style slasher movies, this one kind of takes that trope and just puts a sci-fi spin on it. And it's 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 not good, but it's <laughs> it's fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, another one, uh, something that sort of slasher, but not a horror film. Yeah, was the Machete and Machete yeah. Kills. <laughs> They're not good movies at all, but. They are just so much fun. Danny Trejo, I mean, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Robert De Niro. You've got, like, a crazy good cast. Like Mel Gibson's in the second one. Yeah. I mean, and they're just both ridiculous action films. Like, I think it's the original Machete. There is a scene where he uses someone's entrails as a rope to get yeah. out of a hospital. I mean, it's right. just ridiculous. And when you said Jason X, it reminded me of, at the very end of Machete Kills they have this scene where it looks like Machete's going to be in space. Yeah. But it's like the what they're going to do if they Machete were ever space, to yeah. make a third one. Yeah. But it, and it's funny because it always seems like that's always the logical... I think the Leprechaun eventually went to space. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always this logical, well, we've done 20 movies. We need to have our character in space now. Yeah. I mean, this is another really good bad movie. The only like post-apocalyptic prison movie was Fortress with Christopher Lambert. They did a Fortress in space. Yeah. Was, those, yeah. oh man, <laughs> I've got it. I loved that was when I that was peak Christopher Lambert. Yeah, yeah. Is when he was in the original Fortress. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> but again, a really bad movie that had no uh, no uh, room for error, and it was error filled. I mean, <laughs> speaking of, and this isn't on my list. So speaking of bad movies, um, so I know you got you guys on Deucecast have had debates about Highlander before. Oh yeah. Because yeah, David, David like does it. not yeah. like the Highlander. No, so, I, I, I love, love I love the Highlander. I love the first Highlander movie, but the second one. Oh man, awful. <laughs> yeah, that one's the Quickening, I believe. Yeah, oh, yeah. it is bad. I mean, really, the series did not get any better. I mean, as it went yeah. through. I mean, yeah. I, I'll say this: I, the TV series um, was not horrible. Yeah, I thought it, it was more lore driven, mm-hmm. and they weren't doing like too many ridiculous things. Right. They and so the, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. The, so exactly. That, and I think that's what the problem with the quickening and even like Final Dimension, the one that had Morio Van Peebles as the, vis- the villain. And even, the, and, and even that one, they were trying to fix what they had done in the second right. one and it still didn't work. And, it, and I'm like, yeah. There, and there's been rumors for years that there's going to be another one. But well, I they've know. done like so. So the TV show ran for it ran, six, seven yeah, seasons, a, lot, a lot like of that. Yeah, and then they did a movie after the show went off. Yeah, where both of them they were, did. In, I think it was called Endgame. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they had both of them, and I think in that one, uh, Duncan, who was the McLeod from the TV show, yeah, he ended yeah. up having to kill Connor. Right, right. Because there can be only there one. can only yeah. be one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, so the second one is, at the end of the first one, Connor wins the contest, and he right. is the last one. Yeah. So, in the second one, you find out that they're not, they take all the mystery out of it. They you do. Know? Yeah. So, they're not, they're not these mysterious beings. They come from another planet. Yeah. 
and they send somebody from that planet to come and and get him. But when they when they show up on Earth, they're immortal. So when he kills them, he gets their quickening, yeah, and it all starts over again. So, and then he brings uh, Sean Connery back to life, right, 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 right. right, right. And it's it's bad. It was bad. Um, But then they did they did Endgame, and then they did another one after that where it was almost like a reunion of the show called oh um, yeah i remember that i can't remember the name was it the gathering it was a sci-fi channel movie oh and um and uh they bring duncan back and they bring some of the other characters from the tv show back and it was supposed to be launching a new series of movies i don't think they were trying to bring the show back right right right. launch like a mini series or something like that yeah it didn't work (laughs) nothing ever came out of it yeah (laughs) But and there was a animated series for a while too. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, yeah, yeah. And can, I didn't see it, but I remember. I think it. you can find a lot of them on YouTube. But um, yeah, that's true. Another one that I had was uh, Con Air from '97. Yes, that I love that. Great. Movie. Oh, yeah. it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Any of those Nick K's like Con Air and Face Off. Yeah. Oh man, those are so bad but so good. Had John Malkovich in it. Yes. Steve Buscemi. Uh, so the the, the convicts Con, Con Air is about. An airplane that's supposed to be transporting some convicts, like the worst of the worst convicts. Yep. And for some reason, Nicolas Cage, who is supposed to be getting out of prison. Right. You know, right, but right, we're right. going to put you in. We're going to put you in, the in this plane with yeah, the worst exactly. of the worst. And uh, and they hijack the plane and take over. And uh, the movie ends with the plane crashing in Las Vegas. Yeah. And then there's a chase down the strip with <laughs> yes. with Malkovich on a fire truck and Nicolas Cage on a motorcycle. You know, it's so, classic. It's yeah. classic. Nicholas Cage is an insane person. And you got that. My favorite line is, put the bunny back in the box. Put the bunny back <laughs> in the box. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Uh, one that I watched a lot when I was a kid that I think even then I recognized it wasn't a good movie. but And I probably shouldn't have been watching it because uh, it was rather adult, uh, was The Cannonball Run. Oh yeah, <laughs> I loved the Cannonball Run. Yeah. I mean, and it is not good, but it just had like g- having all those people together in one insane. And that, I think that was the first appearance in the United States of Jackie Chan. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was one of the. Uh, well, he, you know, there was t- two Asians driving yeah. like this souped-up Honda Accord or something. Yeah. And that was their whole gimmick is they had the uh, the car of the future or whatever. Right. Whereas everybody else had these old clunkers that they were trying to go on this race. But, yeah, uh, Burt Reynolds, fantastic in it. Dom DeLuise was fantastic in it. Um, I can't remember the guy's name that played the crazy doctor, but I loved that character <laughs> as well. I mean, and that, and that guy had been around Hollywood for decades, and mostly in westerns, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, and then... So many just hilarious characters in that, and I just loved. It. I loved Captain Chaos. Yeah, the Dom DeLuise persona when he would come out. They were trying. I think they were trying to. I don't know if you remember. There's a classic movie called "It's a Mad, 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 oh, mad yeah. World" or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. And it was one of those studio films where just everybody that has a contract with the studio has yeah. to be in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think they were trying to recreate some of that yeah. Cannonball Run and. And, I loved uh, it. How, I many, lo- how many did they make? There was and just two of them. Just two of them. Okay. Yeah, and the second one is way worse than the the first one. Not that either of them are good movies, <laughs> but it still is fun. I mean, because the, it's the same concept. They get all these older actors that have been in Hollywood for years, like Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. I mean, just crazy cast. 
of people that are were kind of washed up, and it was yeah. towards the end of their career. Right. And uh, oh, so much fun though. <laughs> I loved both of those. Yeah, it wound up on one of my. I'm doing a a, a poll on Facebook right now, getting ready to do a bracket later in the, oh, yeah. in the spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cannonball Run wound up on one. Of, I'm I'm just taking each, each year of the '80s. I'm taking the top ten movies. Oh, top cool. Ten grossing movies and putting them. Cannonball kind of Run against, was a top grossing movie in, in the, the '80s. Top 10. What? Yeah, 1981. <laughs> That's hilarious. And uh, what, what did I put it up against? Um, it was the Chariots of Fire, I oh, think, yeah. is what it was up against. So, um, Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> yes. Snakes on a Plane was never supposed to be a good movie. They, they were, they, I mean, they knew yeah, exactly what they were trying yeah. to do. I mean, it's like the Sharknado films. Yeah, but, it, but no, theatrical and, yeah, and big but, budget and yeah. everything. So, That's uh, a good one, too. I mean, and that... I mean, that just gives Samuel L. Jackson a playground to do whatever he wants to yeah. do in it. I yeah. mean, and he has all his typical, you know, crazy dialogue that he always gets to do. I mean... He did a... So he has the famous line towards the end of the movie where he says, you know, I'm tired of these MF and yeah, snakes. Right, and right, 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 right. So, um... The TV version, they filmed a... They filmed a... a every time they did a, a scene, they filmed another scene... To be like the TV version mm-hmm. because they didn't want to go in and dub over curse words, so they just replaced the curse words. Yeah. And <laughs> in the TV version, Samuel L. Jackson says, I'm tired of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday right, to Friday. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and it's not a dub. He's actually saying that. But there was a 405 page novelization of that movie. Of snakes on a plane. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Back when we were kids, they would, would do that all the time. They did novelization. A, a novelization just about every movie. That ET came out. was a really good novelization. Yeah, I mean they had yeah. some really good ones back then. But they did a novelization of snakes on a plane, and they take all the characters and they give them like these significant backstories oh and all this kind of stuff. And it's like four hundred five. I need pages. to look this up. Yeah, I don't know if anybody bought it, but that's <laughs> hilarious. That um, is really funny. Have you ever seen the room? Yes, I recently saw it though. Whenever you know, Disaster Artist came yeah, out. Yeah, I finally went and watched the room, and it yeah. is. The, there's actually no. That's so bad. That should not even in a, be in a bad movies we like conversation. It is fun to make fun, especially if you watch it in a group. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If you watch it by yourself, you're just like, what? <laughs> what it, is oh this? man, I mean it. But the was, funniest part of it is the fact that uh, Tommy Wiseau. He still thinks that he made a really good movie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's and it, it's hard to even describe because there's so many things that happen in the movie. There's there, there's storylines that start that that are never never pay off. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, and and, and he built uh, he built sets with green screens and stuff. There's Joe Crow. Oh my gosh! Come on in. Hey, sit over here next to Mike so y'all can kind of share that. That microphone because it's a it's a condenser. It should pick both of y'all up. Sweet. We're talking about our favorite uh, bad movies. Oh, I have a list. Well, go for it. <laughs> you the, knew the topic. I didn't know. I'm just going off the top of my head. Oh well, good. Tell me what you uh, came up with so far. Oh, uh, we talked about Cannibal Run. Yeah. We talked about Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Uh, Machete. Machete kills. Oh, Jason. So Jason, Jason X. Jason X. <laughs> and well, that's uh, awesome. What else? Jason X and. Battleship. Oh yeah, well I, I got. It, had we had a plurality of audience members, yeah. I had a, 
I had a YouTube playlist of the trailers pulled up, but uh, I have a, I have a I have a small list. Okay, go for it. And uh, oh, and Con Air, I, I mentioned Con Air. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and we talked about. Let's see, we talked about Fortress for oh, a little bit with Highlander Christopher two. Lambert. Yeah. Uh, oh, Highlander, Highlander two, two, the Quickening. Yeah. Highland, Highlander two does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> Is that sort of like how Star Trek five doesn't exist? Yes. Oh, okay. Lord. Yeah, just wanted to check. You know how many because I do the Discovery After Show. Yeah, oh yeah. So I'm on a lot of uh, I'm on a lot of pages, groups, and pages and stuff on Facebook where people are putting all their theories and stuff of what's going to happen in Discovery. Oh yeah. And Spock is in this season, right? Like a young, a I like the guy that cast. Yeah. Oh, he's doing a great job. But um, one of the theories out is that Cybok is going to show up. No way. <laughs> Please don't let that happen. Let's just pretend like Cybok doesn't. What was Kirstie Alley's character name? Savick. Savick. That'd be yeah. awesome if she showed up. Now, yeah. see, that would be great. Because she's still around. She counts. Kirstie Alley. Well, did yeah. she die though? Did that character die? Uh. Uh-uh. No, I don't think so. She could show up. They she replaced, could. She. She was Savick, and uh, she Kirstie Alley played Savick in the first one, and then the lady from Sex in the City. Played her in the next. Oh, okay. So they, they recast her. Yeah. Hmm. I think I think they changed her name. Is I think that, she was supposed to be that character. Oh, you know but what? But they I changed right. her name at the last minute to make her somebody else. Okay. But what have you got on your list? Today? All right. Well, okay. I, I kind of tried to go somewhat current and really couldn't get any further than the '80s. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of bad, good movies in the '80s. Yes, there are. Um, the number one, uh, we'll start at the top of the list, I think. Um, the uh, the number one on my list is Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yes. Yeah. That's not the 80s. The classic Ed, the 80s. Ed Wood movie, right? Yes. Yeah. And we're going to do something about, well, with that movie at um, Magic City Con. Oh, we are? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm excited. So, I'm excited. I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what yet. Okay. We may, we may just show it. We okay. may, in addition to showing it. We may. Um, I had a fun idea of maybe we have a live script reading. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. Cool. That would be awesome. I would be down for that. Uh, excellent. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll sign you up. There's plenty of parts. Oh yeah, there's a lot of parts. Yeah. But the movie is such a. Even if you don't know anything mm-hmm. about Ed Wood, or even if you don't know that the infamy of the movie. Right, right, right. If you just sit down and try to watch it cold, after a few minutes you go, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) What what went wrong? But the dude kept filming. Now, of course, as a companion piece, if you see the movie Ed Wood, it makes a lot of sense. Right, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's a good movie, too. Yeah, it is a good movie. But um, halfway through, at at some point through the middle of filming Plan 9 from Outer Space... Bela Lugosi dies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they had to replace him with who turned out to be Ed Wood's dentist. I think I, he, I think he died before they ever started filming. Yes, and and and, and he. I mean, they originally were going to have him in the movie, and uh, he decided like after he died to use this footage that he had just made of him mm-hmm. on a whim. I'm going to use this at the beginning of the movie. Yep, and. And, and put somebody else in the role later on. To uh, what happened with Peter Sellers and the Pink Panther films? Yeah, that's why that Pink Panther, the uh, trial, the of last Pink, Pink Panther, Panther movie, or, doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They used old footage though, also. Yeah. Of him, I guess, like cut scenes that didn't make it in other, and they interspersed a bunch of stuff. And this was after he died. Yeah, yeah. But Plan Plan Nine from Outer Space though is it's super watchable mm-hmm. because. 
you you just had you I kind of feel for everybody who's trying to make this movie. <laughs> right, right, right. <clears throat> I feel like you know, if I'd had a camera and a couple of dudes, I could have made this movie. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. At, at, at that point. But um, it's it's just adorable in its badness. It is, yeah. It, that's it what is. it is. Because nobody really, there's not many people in it that were actually actors. They were all like, there was a security guard from the, from <laughs> yeah. the studio. Right, right, right. It. right. And it, yeah, and, and Ed Wood had a very high opinion of himself as a filmmaker. Oh, yeah. That yeah. he could make... A really good movie on a shoestring budget. Yeah. But then when you watch his movie, it looks like he made a movie on a shoestring budget. Yeah. You know, it's, it, he's got he's taking he's taking paper plates and gluing them to each other mm-hmm. and got a string and that's your that's your spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. And it it looks exactly like what it is. <laughs> but the, the movie is so quotable and it's so just. The, the fact that it exists and we still have a copy of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 60 years later. I think there's even a Blu-ray of it. I think so. Yeah. I, think they're making a, I think they're making a remake of it. Really? Sweet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but, yeah, it starts out as an alien invasion movie. It turns into a zombie movie by yeah. the end of it. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just crazy. Because why point. not? Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, exactly. But, um, let's see. Uh, well, uh, there's no internet in our room, but it's okay because I remember my list. Um, another movie later than um, Plan Nine was called Night of the Lepus. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's the rabbit one, right? Yes. Yeah. It is Killer Rabbits. <laughs> yeah, Killer Rabbits. Wow. Yeah. Now it has people you've heard of. It has um, Doctor McCoy from Star Trek. Oh, okay. oh the Force Kelly. Forrest yeah, the Force yeah, Kelly. Kelly, and it has, I believe, Janet Lee from Psycho. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Wow! And it's just bunnies. <laughs> it's just basically the birds, but with rabbits. Yes, oh, man, okay. that's that's Precisely a, a bit that. triggering because us has some scary bunnies in it too. Does it? Oh, yeah. You you've seen? I've us seen just us. Recently. It is okay. awesome. It is so awesome. good. Jordan Pill, man, he knows his horror films. That, that dude is. He is so talented. But um, but so well, that's uh, that's a nice tie-in. <laughs> bunnies, like yeah, us, there's bunnies. Check out Night of the. I, I don't know that I've seen it all the way through, but. Really, if you just watch the trailer, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's a solid yeah, yeah, two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Like, you get, get it. the trailer on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah, because yeah. They, um, they, 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 to do the special effects, I believe they just zoomed in on a rabbit, right, right, <laughs> and then had actors go, ah. Well, that's like, I mean, that's like all those movies from the '50s, like them. They just exactly. zoom in on ants. I mean, yep. you know, it's, it's it's all of that. Yeah. So yeah, it, and and that's just. Um, Oh, and in the in the in the trailer or in the the big monster movie preview that they did of it, when it, um, they called them mutants. <laughs> they, what what horrible mutants! So now I can't unhear that. Mutants. Throughout the yes. movie, they they say mutant <laughs> instead of what general humanity pronounces it as. But so so that that's a good one and. Um, it's it's it, again. I think it's it's less precious than Plan Nine. Oh Outer no, space. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, Plan Nine with Outer Space certainly had a resurgence when Ed Wood came sure. out. 
there won't ever be a resurgence of Night of the Lepus. I'm guessing not. <laughs> <laughs> Unless us is so huge that people well, got to get those things with bunnies in. Yeah, I mean, and it's not like they're, ho- they're horrific bunnies, but there's some <laughs> horrific scenes with bunnies in them. And so it's just... Unless, unless somebody has an interview with Jordan Peele and he talks about his inspiration coming from the Night of the Lepus. Sure. Right, right. Yeah, Surely. exactly. He seems like the kind of person who would have seen Night of the Lepus. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. I'm positive. He, he, he is very knowledgeable about horror films I've found awesome. just like reading his interviews and listening to him and stuff he's man and he makes some good movies yeah. it's yeah. just such a surprise from the guys from Key and Peele who were yeah. like a comedy you would have never thought that they could have started making good movies uh, horror films so yeah good. I mean there's nothing about Key and Peele that says horror films not really no, no. I mean they have they never did anything like that mm they had some really good cinematography on their show. You know, they, they tried to make some, like, mini-movies and stuff. I remember that, yeah, show. it was towards the end of the show. They did that, like, the knockoff of 80s action films. Yeah. yeah. There was a, the scene around the pool or yeah. whatever. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> the whole, yeah, there's so much stuff on Key and Peele that's good. Yeah. Elsewhere on my list was a movie from the 80s called Jim Cotta. I remember Jim hearing about Jim Cotta. It's one I've never seen though. It's a it is really all you need to do with Jim Cotta is there's a there there are no other podcasts except yours and and, and Sean's. Yeah. But there is a, there is a if you happen to venture beyond those two podcasts, there's a Jim Cotta podcast. No, but, okay. but there should be. But but there is um there, there's a podcast called How Did This Get Made? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. no, that's great. Okay. Yeah, those guys are great. So only those three podcasts. Sure. Only yes. listen to those. Yeah, exactly. The Deucecast Movie Show, Cosmic. Oh, no, li- listen to everything on CosmicPotato.com. Okay, and, then, and, and then and then the and then the Potato.com and how did this get made and that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. But um how did this get made did a big episode I on, bet they did. on Jim Cotta. That's awesome. And and the movie though is just an eighties um, action karate movie. Yeah. Except the kid the twist is it stars a real life Olympic gymnast. Oh. But the additional twist is his Olympic competition, his Olympic skill was the pommel horse. Okay. okay. And that's it. And that's it. So he's okay. not a, okay. a, he's not an actor. Yeah. He's just an Olympian. Okay. So in the movie, he plays just some guy. <laughs> that's and, really good at the pommel horse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and um, so he, he does he does flips and kicks people in a mid flip. <laughs> Throughout the movie, and then in a climactic chase scene Uh in the middle of the movie, in some European village, (laughs) there he's chased by ninjas or assorted bad guys or whatever. As happens. As happens. (laughs) Additionally, as happens, there happens to be a pommel horse (laughs) in the middle of the middle of the village. Yes. Okay. So he. (laughs) I gotta see this. He jumps about the pommel horse and then does his Olympic winning routine. Yeah. But kicks people, kicks the other ninjas as he's spinning around. Well, let me get. Let me guess. They're, they're, they show him spin and then just everyone's people are we falling. Get, we get a close up of someone getting up. Yeah, through. everybody's yes. falling and around. Then, him. Yeah. <laughs> that is precisely correct. Because <laughs> it's way too dangerous to have an actor actually run up to him while he's uh, yeah, exactly. no, because he's an Olympian. Yeah, <laughs> he could kill you with those feet, and that's how the idea of the movie, I guess. Oh my yeah. gosh, that is so funny. So that is. 
Jim the gold Cutter. standard. Jim Cutter. Jim Cutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Let me see what else was on. I, 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 that's that's top notch. Um, I gotta. That's another movie. I feel like at some point we gotta just watch yeah. in public. Yeah, Jim with Cutter. a bunch of yeah, with a bunch I agree. Of geeky people. Um, but uh, I, the other movie that I wanted to talk about for sure was um, No Holds Barred. Yeah. Starring the legendary Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that is a great movie. It really is. I love that movie. I'll watch that anytime it's on. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. T- Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister yeah. as Zeus. As Zeus, exactly. There was a... So, Hulk Hogan went through this period in the late 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. where he was making a lot of like family-friendly type movies, like the Suburban Commando. Yeah, he did and Suburban like Commando, that. yeah. And the, really, but this any was of one those where movies. Were, yeah, this was one been. where they were trying to make him a little bit more serious. Right? Yeah, because yeah. it was earlier 80s. It yeah. Was, yeah, it was almost... Uh, yeah, it was a bit. They were trying to be very serious yeah. with the subject matter. Yeah, this was a. Unlike his other movies, where he was just, his attempt was after wrestling was so big, he was trying to do what The Rock actually did. Yeah, yeah. You know, and John 20, Cena's trying to do. Yes, yeah. like twenty five years later. Yeah, uh, but he tried to be that guy. Yeah. And spring from wrestling to do that, but yeah, yeah for whatever reason, he's still Hulk Hogan. He's yeah. still Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, but but No Holds Barred was the only movie where he played basically himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or rather, similar. rather, I should say, it was a wrestling movie. Yeah. That had yeah. him in it. Yeah. His other movies, he's not a wrestler. He's no. a nanny. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a suburban commando, uh-huh. and. and um, mm-hmm. But uh, but in No Holds Barred, I believe I'm, I'm somewhat certain that the WWE actually was involved in making the movie. They probably were. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like a, it wasn't a WWE Studios film like they do now. Right. Which all of those are horrible. That, yeah. I mean, and they're all usually direct to streaming. Sure. And very few. I think maybe the one with Halle Berry in it. Is the only one that's ever been a theatrical release. Was that a WWE? You talking about the 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 call? The yeah, call or the call. Was that, that was WWE? a WWE film. Okay, and it it was the, one of their only theatrical releases. Though. Because most, most of their movies are usually nine out of ten of them star a wrestler. Sure, yeah, or yeah, they're yeah, wrestling exactly. related yeah. or yeah. something yeah, like yeah, that. But, um, yeah. but the Halle Berry one, there's no wrestlers. Yeah. Right. It's just Halle Berry. I think there's been seven uh, Marine movie, the Marine yeah. movies with yeah. different wrestlers. Like started with John Cena, mm-hmm. and then I think um, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yes. was in a couple of them. Yes, he was and in now it. it's Mike the Miz. And they keep doing uh, uh, sequels to Universal Soldier. Yes. too, with different yeah. wrestlers. In yeah, there. with different wrestlers yeah. in those. Hey. Yeah, because. Um, <laughs> Oh, what was his name? The guy that uh, Goldberg. Yeah, he was in one uh, of those. Sure, he was in sure. one of those. Yeah. Speaking of another, I mean, any Van Damme movie from the '90s is good bad movies. Yeah, oh, I mean, come 100%. on. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, him and Seagal. There was a time in the early '90s where they were going back and forth, like top box office. Like there were the big draw. In Steven Seagal has made a career just making the same movie over and over. <laughs> and, yeah. and I have seen all of them. Yeah, and just mumbling through them too. Yeah, I mean yeah. he cannot. At least Jean Claude Van Damme can clearly deliver lines. Yeah, Steven Seagal, man, he yeah. is struggles through. But Jean Claude, what I he was one of those guys like Arnold to an extent. Every movie had to explain why he talks like he. Does. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He couldn't just. Yeah, you're right. He couldn't just be. Jack Steele from from yeah. from from Detroit. Yeah. They had to explain, 
oh, he's from Western Europe. <laughs> yes. His, they had to put that in the dialogue somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, then, and I like the way that Schwarzenegger's always dealt with that. You know, he's got a heavy accent, but he's just, it, you know, they don't deal he just with plays some, he just, some dude named Howard exactly. in a movie they Yeah, they, did, they just don't deal with it. Yeah. I think that's a better way yeah. to go with that. <laughs> I mean, we know who you are. Yeah. You're Schwarzenegger. I, I, can't, I can't swear to that, but I really, in my mind, I think every Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. action flick, they try to explain. Well, let's see. The one that they may not is Hard Target, where sure. he plays Chance Boudreau. <laughs> And so they, <laughs> and he's supposed to be Cajun, and what? they they didn't explain his accent because he, they just basically pulled it off by saying he's a Cajun guy. <laughs> Nobody can exceed. Nobody can explain, yeah. Anyway. And uh, he had a an outstanding mullet in that, that oh, movie also. The mullets. The mullet. So the, the mullets of Jean Claude. Have y'all ever seen you know with the with Pet Cemetery coming out yes. in the next couple of weeks? Oh, have you ever seen the movie Thinner? No, I, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, God, it is bad. It's bad. Is it? Yeah. yeah. All I remember is the trailer where the crazy gypsy woman, mm-hmm. I don't mean to offend gypsy people, I know. or, or yeah. people who cast spells on, Yeah. Um, certainly don't want to offend those people. No, we definitely don't want to offend them. But <laughs> I remember it's some, some, some rich dude, he does something bad to a gypsy woman, and then she goes, thinner. Yeah. 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 And yes. then... The storyline is that there's this guy that he's he's a lawyer, and he is uh, very overweight. He weighs well over 300 pounds, and and in the and he's just wearing like an Eddie Murphy type fat, fat suit, you know, like with, his, with his bad makeup, yes. no you know, way. to have this big double chin and stuff. And um, and so he's driving along one night, and and uh, his wife decides to you know do stuff to him while they're sure. driving down the road, and he takes his mind off of his driving, and he runs over this gypsy lady. Whoa. And uh, you and never want to run over a gypsy. Don't, yeah, don't do yeah. that. And so her daughter, which is also an old lady, so the, the woman that he ran <laughs> no, he ran over he ran over a woman, and it, and it was the daughter of this of this guy that that lived in the village or something, and he. Uh, they get he gets a spell cast on him, and they just say thinner. And there's also some other people that were involved in like covering up the case because this guy he he gets off. He doesn't go to jail for for killing this lady or whatever. And um, the the judge also gets a spell cast on him, and somebody else gets a spell cast on him. And it, and one of them is like she says lizard, and like he 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 like gets leprosy, and he starts having all these scales. Oh, wow. And I can't remember what the third one is. But anyway, so he starts losing all this weight really fast. And then to the point that all of a sudden he's just not wearing the fat suit anymore. It's just the regular outfit. Right, yeah. So if you lost that much weight that fast, you would have just skin just hanging sure on. Sure you would, yeah. So he just looks like a normal guy. But then he keeps losing weight, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's, but it's, it, yeah, it's, it's bad. <laughs> it was in the mid-90s. Stephen King had a lot of stuff on TV. Yes. Which you don't you don't expect really good special effects on a TV movie, but then this was theatrical. But yeah. then and still they just man though I didn't... will say this the stand was outstanding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some good Stephen King from the nineties. I mean, I loved that. They're going to remake that as a uh, 
as a series. Oh, cool. On oh, yeah, that would be all, CBS All Access, I think. Oh, really? well, yeah. another reason I need to get CBS. <laughs> you, You've you got really Twilight do. Zone. You got Star yeah. three different Star Trek series coming yeah. out. Yeah. Because aren't they spinning off Discovery? Four. You got Discovery. Yeah. You're going to have the Picard series later this. Right. Yeah. Year. Yeah. I knew about that one. The Section Thirty One series will be year with after Michelle Yao. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they're also going to have an animated, uh, oh, animated comedy show. Okay. They're also going to do an animated kids show that they're going to have a Nickelodeon. Starfleet the, Academy. Yeah. Huh. But then they're going to have one called Lower Decks. It's going to be like a comedy. Yeah. And it's going to it's going to start next next year sometime. I, I just I'm going to have to get CBS All Access yeah. then because I want to watch Twilight Zone anyways. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and, and it starts in it starts in April. I think it starts. It's it starting starts, very soon. It starts next week if it hasn't already. It, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I think it starts. I, I want to say April first. It might have already started. Which I don't is know. Monday, you know. Yeah, because so. the reviews have started rolling out of it. Oh so. yeah, the, the, yeah, and they've been kind of mixed. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, what I wonder is, are they? Because I know they're remaking a lot of the old stories from the Twilight Zone. Right. Movie. I don't. Okay. But I'm wondering if they're going to have new stuff as well. Are they, is I'm it sure just all going to be remakes, or are they it's gonna, not all remakes? I don't think it's all. Remakes. I hope not, because the, we, there'll be like tropes maybe of some of the older episodes, yeah. but I don't think they're straight remakes. And okay. the first, the the first remake, or the I think the only one that I'm for sure they're doing, or at least like you said with tropes, I think that they are doing the there's something on the wing. Mm. Oh yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. Doing that with Adam Scott. Okay. Okay. Uh, but like it's that. it's a twist. It's it's not. Yeah. It's not they need to have. It's not a gremlin on the wing. It's something exactly. else on the wing. <laughs> they need. It's terror at thirty thousand feet or something. Yeah. The, yeah. They need to have William Shatner and John Lithgow on that plane. Why would they not uh, do that? That'd be awesome. Why would they not do that? That Ridiculous. would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, as great as Jordan Peele has been, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll be watching it. Something that we were talking about before, Joe. That um, something that good bad movies always do is their characters end up in space sure so they, we had Leprechaun in space Jason mm-hmm. X I Muppets mean, in space <laughs> Machete the third Machete would have been in space if they were going to have that no one of the, my favorite characters of all time was, is James Bond yeah. and um, Roger Moore not being the best James Bond no. but they went in space in Moonraker Moonraker and I, I love me some Moonraker I lo- also love Moonraker <laughs> and here but it's not good no, but I love no, Moonraker here's the thing I have kind of a weird relationship with Moonraker because yeah. that was my first James Bond movie. Really? Okay. And most everybody on the planet came to James Bond through Sean Connery. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. Or, you know, any of the other people. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But Moonraker came out when I was at the prime movie-going age okay. and the prime James Bond-watching yep, age. Yep, And so Moonraker was... The First one. Oh man, it is. And I thought, okay, this is what all James Bond is then, right? Yeah. yeah. Turns no, out, no I mean, that's not exactly right. Roger Moore just about ruined that character. I mean, they, <laughs> I was surprised some that they of those, survived. Some of those movies were really fun, though, because like, oh well, yeah, oh, they sure. were fun, but oh man, he was uh, Live and Let Die. You know, they had the oh yeah, that came out at the same time that like Smokey and the Bandit were out, right? So, right. so they had the, the <coughs> sheriff that was a lot like the yes, the, yes, for T Justice type. Yeah, we very similar. Similar to that, yeah. yeah. If yeah. not, almost the same character. <laughs> fact, yeah, it may have. <laughs> but what, what I like about some of those older movies when they do go to space, or they get into some situation that you know the character doesn't have any training to do that what they're having to do, 
If you sent me to space right now, I would die in about 12 seconds. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, mean, we, I don't we know how to survive in yeah, space. Yeah. But then you send someone like that to space. You send James Bond out of space. He knows exactly how a spacesuit's supposed to work. Yeah, and, 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 and it's, it's funny. Yeah, like there's no training, but he already knows yeah. exactly <laughs> how to be in space. No big deal. And I think like uh, one of the airport movies from the 70s went in space eventually. Oh, really? Now, Airplane 2. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm not thinking of the actual, you know, because there was Airport, Airport 77. There were a bunch and, of airports, yeah. And so, yeah, it was Airplane 2. You're right. And they for sure 100% went in space. <laughs> yes, they did. And yeah. that did have William Shatner in it. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> yeah. because, and I feel like maybe that was the first movie where he made fun of himself or where he was just yeah. straight-up comedy. Yeah. Because they did the, uh, he, they had voice-activated doors. <laughs> And it was the Star Trek doors. Okay. But he would walk up to the door and go, shh. <laughs> He'd make the noise. Exactly. I thought he was great in Loaded Weapon 1 also. Oh, though. yeah. I yeah. mean, he, when he sticks his hand in the fish tank in Loaded Weapon 1, it's like fighting with a fish. Ridiculous movie. Shatner which, is Which one of those best. movies... Those old, uh, those old comedy spoof type movies like Loaded Weapon was it that Andy Griffith played the bad guy? Andy Griffith played the bad guy in one of those oh, you're movies. Right. I want to say it was. It might have been one of the Liam Neeson Andy movies. Griffin. I mean, not Liam Neeson. Well, uh, 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 the Na- Naked Gun Police Squad, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I think it may have been one of his movies. One of the Naked Guns, God. maybe Andy Griffith. Because I, I, I remember that him. Is killing he, kept, me now. he kept changing yeah. his hand out. He kept having like different. Different uh, connections for his hand. All right, uh, I'm breaking the podcast rules. I'm looking at it. You know, how dare you, sir. Andy Griffith, bad guy. Well, I mean, the, he was a really bad dude in some movie um, that people were surprised he was in, but it was a serious movie. It wasn't a comedy. Um, yeah, I mean, he look, Andy Griffith, he's actually a good actor. Yeah, he was. He really he's a legit is. good actor. Um, he did, um, his thing with stand-up was he did monologues. And he did one um, famous, uh, one of his albums, uh, one of his monologues was What It Was, was football. Yeah. And it's this 10-minute sketch mm-hmm. about the first time he saw football. Oh, it was Spy Hard from 1996. Ah, that's, that's right. That was a uh, Leslie Nielsen movie. Yeah, that was that's his, right. Spy his Hard. His James Bond type yeah. spoof or whatever. I mean, all of those were so great. I loved it. and I mean, one of my favorites, and it wasn't a Leslie Nielsen. It, it, he may have had a cameo in it, but... It was um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. Oh, he's in it, yeah. Is he in that one also? I feel like. Liam Neeson? Oh, Le- no, not Liam Neeson. Oh, Leslie Nielsen. I keep getting their names yeah, mixed up. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Liam Neeson would have been He's in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Now that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that movie has one of the, uh, the, the one of the funniest things in it is when the, there's, um, he's, he's going to drive the stake into the, into right, the lady. Right. And it's a white room. Mm-hmm. And you're waiting on it, waiting on it, waiting on it, and then as soon as he hits the stake, everything's red. <laughs> yeah. Splat! Yeah. It's amazing. The the best vampire death scene, and I'll give you points if you can guess what I'm about to say. I think I do. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman, yeah. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was the best vampire death scene ever. Uh, yeah, there's no top in it. Because it goes throughout the credits. <laughs> yes, it does. It goes throughout the credits. I mean, there won't be anything better than that. Leslie Nielsen's last, I think his last movie that he was in was, uh, was it Stan Helsing? 
Yes. Oh, maybe. Which is another vampire yeah, movie. I never saw that one, though. Stand but he also it. made one that was a TV movie, and I've got it pulled up here. It was called uh, 2001 A Space Travis- Travesty. <laughs> well, I don't remember yeah. that. I don't remember, I don't that, remember that at all. It was, you know, it was at the end of, he wasn't making the Naked Gun movies anymore. Right, he was right, just right. making stuff for TV, and I think it was made for, uh, like, the Sci-Fi Channel or something like that. Yeah. But, but it was the same kind of thing. It was a bunch of spoofs and stuff and now they've gotten to the point where they, they, they release these movies that are supposed to be reminiscent of that but they're not the jokes are not really jokes yeah anymore. I mean not not another teen movie was okay but um, it's just like it let's was, have somebody dressed as Borat and he's dancing in the corner yeah, and that's supposed I mean, to be a joke that's you not know? really exactly <laughs> yeah they're not they're not as good as they once were it's like let's I mean, see how let's see how many references to other movies we can cram into this well it's really when here. Mel Brooks stopped making them I mean there were yeah. because he did like, he did Robin Hood Men in Tides yeah yeah. Um, Spaceballs, obviously. I mean, and he had a couple of others that were spoof films that, yeah. uh, gosh, were so great. I mean, they're just not good at making them anymore. I mean, yeah. they've sort of given up. Like, they, there was one that came out about five years, Epic Movie, which yeah. was supposed yeah. to be uh, make fun of all, like, the, the fantasy films yeah. or whatever. Um, it had some moments in it, but it not as good as anything. Yeah, I feel, I feel like they got, well, they went down the rabbit hole to take it back to Night of the Lepus. Yes. They went down the rabbit hole of we have to duplicate the movies that we are making fun of. So instead of there being a joke there, you go, hey, they're talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Hey, they're talking about 300. Exactly, yeah. Um, Instead of actually doing, you know, jokes. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah. Well, y'all got any more? Um, let's up. see the oh I wanted to get um, I wanted to say a couple things uh, additionally about No Holds Barred please okay, yeah. we could talk about that for hours we really could yes uh, because it has the first time that I had seen and I don't know that I've seen it again um, the good guy intimidates the bad guy to such an extent that he Urinates on himself. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. because Hogan is Hogan. Yeah. And he gets up in this guy's face. Oh no! You know he doesn't urinate on himself. He does number two, and we know that because <laughs> in the dialogue, because <laughs> Hogan is up in his face, you know, threatening him, and then Hogan goes the the infamous Oscar-winning line. Right. He says, "What's that smell?" Yeah. Exactly. And then the villain goes. Dookie. Dookie. <laughs> That's right. He's Ladies and gentlemen. Third grade. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is awesome. And Hogan plays a character named Rip. Oh, yeah. But it, but it's just Rip'em. It's, yeah. It's just take all the Hulk stuff. Yeah, and yeah. And it's Rip'emania. And, Rip, and yeah. just, they just replace Rip. But at one point in the movie, and um, uh, Denise Williams, who sang a song on the Footloose soundtrack, Let's yeah. Hear It for the Boys, she plays a waitress oh, okay. in No Holds Barred. And the only reason I know all of that is because of this one scene in No Holds Barred where, I'm, where she calls him Hulk. By accident. And they uh, left it in. And they left it in. <laughs> no, that was his nickname. Because yeah. they didn't have any budget to edit. Yeah, they like, had to nah, leave it in. Don't worry about it. It's, it's, He's like, know. nobody's going to watch this anyway. Yeah. We, they, they had no ADR money, so they had to... I mean, in my recollection, I and I've watched it more than once, and I'm, I'm pretty sure she just says, Oh, hey, Hulk, as he walks into the diner. 
I want to see uh, when they make Creed three. I want the bad guy to be Hulk Hogan's character from. Uh, Surely yes. they could do Thunderlips. Was it? Was it? Thunderlips. Was it? Was it <coughs> Rocky three that he was in? Yes. Rocky yeah. three. Yeah. Because oh. he nearly kills Rocky. They yeah. need to have him and Mr. T come yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. In the same movie. Oh man, that would be so epic. But then um, when Hulk, when Hulk Hogan went into the WWE Hall of Fame, Stallone inducted him. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. Stallone yeah. gave a, yeah. a big speech yeah, about how cool. about how Hogan almost killed him. Because he he because Stallone told him, do whatever, yeah. just make it look good for movies. Because yeah. at the time there wasn't that knowledge that hey maybe there's something else going on with pro wrestling. Well, and I'm sure Stallone didn't really know how to take a bump either. No, no, yeah. no. Well, the same and, thing, the same thing happened. With, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, uh, but 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 the, the the end of the story is he uh, is is Stallone just told him do whatever you do to make it look real. Yeah. And Hogan said okay. Yeah. And nearly killed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Because if you don't have the training to take a bump, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts bad. <laughs> the same thing happened with uh, the what's his name that played I- Ivan Drago in in Rocky Four. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Lundgren. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he told him the same thing, and he punched <laughs> him in the chest so hard. Yeah. That Stallone was in the hospital for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. And they <laughs> couldn't they, they couldn't finish the movie until he got I better. I did not know that. Yeah. 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 That's even better. Because I mean, Lundgren's a big dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and Stallone's kind of a short guy. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Have y'all seen Creed 2? Yes. I yeah. loved it. Is it? Okay. It's, a, it's really, great. It's a great oh, fall. It's not, you know, I. It's not a great. If you want to call this these movies Creed, these movies are really sequels to to Rocky. Yeah, it's really Rocky stuff. Seven. Yeah, Rocky it's eight. like Rocky. If you continued the story in an alternate universe, where yeah, I, I like how they're doing it because yeah. it's, it's a it's a great transition for the character that he. Of course, he's not fighting anymore. Right, he would be training. But if you're he's, gonna he's, name the movie after the, after the yeah, if you're gonna name the movie after the protege. Then the movie needs to be belong to the protege a little bit more, and I hope that when they do Creed three, yeah. that it'll focus on him a little bit more. It'd be better if they did because it felt like the second one was a lot about Drago and Rocky. Yeah, it like was. It, the, the, was really the through line of the whole movie. Was, okay. it was more about Drago and Rocky's history, and I mean, spo- I mean we spo- saw that movie though. I know. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert: When Brigitte Nelson comes on screen, I thought she was dead. No way. Yeah. She's, she's in, in the movie. She no look, way. I've got to see this movie. She doesn't look the same. She, she definitely she, doesn't yeah. look the well, same. She's, the years have been yeah. <laughs> not kind to her. Some, somewhat unkind. <laughs> but but I, I did like it. It was a good follow-up that you find out what happened when Ivan, after that fight. Because yeah. basically Ivan is was, was not favored well by, by, well, no. the, by his his, his Russian audience yeah. or whatever after he lost that yeah. fight. Yeah. So basically he blames Rocky for... His ruining his life. Yeah, you know? I so, get it. Yeah. Oh, so good movie. Dang, good. I, I, you need I, to see it. It's I, a good I, movie. I feel bad. If you're, I, if you've seen it. any of the Rock, I mean, the only Rocky that I haven't seen is Rocky Five. Rocky Five is <laughs> not, does not deserve the the uh, venom mentioned. that it gets. Oh, you. you like it? You it's like Rocky Five, it the street fight movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rocky yeah. doesn't get in the ring in that movie. No, yeah. it, it he's, has, kind, he's kind of doing what he does in Creed. He was trying to be be the uh, the teacher. 
Yeah. And he had a it like Tommy. Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, but it, yeah, it's not a good movie. But it's not. <laughs> it's not the. It's not the worst movie. But I mean, see, it's Stallone, the worst Rocky movie. But Stallone as Rocky is still good, no matter if yeah. the movie yeah. is bad. Yeah. It's, so I guess this just goes to show you that every, <clears throat> every fifth movie of a series is probably not great. Star Trek Five, <laughs> yeah. Rocky yeah. Five. I mean, I'm sure. Friday the 13th, the fifth one probably wasn't good. And the, Jason, fifth, yeah. the fifth Fast and Furious movie was pretty good. Well, Fast okay. and Furious, they, they are... Uh, They're going to go to space eventually, too. I, I hope so. <laughs> I need and a, Furious. Yeah, space. I need it they in space. To. They, they need to. to. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was, I was going to say something else about Rocky Five. Oh, oh, and I remember. So, Rocky Four, he goes to Russia. Yes. When he leaves for Russia, his son is... Like two years old. Right, right. He right. goes to Russia for a couple months. At the beginning of Rocky Five, he comes home. Yes. And he's a teenager. He's a teenager. And yeah, his son he, is the kid from the, This Is Us, right? He's, no, no, no. This was. Not yet? Okay. Yeah, that was not until they did Rocky Balboa yeah. in, the, oh, okay. in, in 2006. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think it's his, his actual son. In Rocky Probably. Five. In Rocky Five, Rocky. yeah, his actual yeah. son. And I think, unfortunately, he's passed away. Yeah, he's, he died. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a. That's a Good place to We have conquered up. good, bad movies. Yeah. I yeah. So, uh, all right, you guys, uh, Joe, let everybody know where they can find you on the interwebs. Uh, you can find me on the Instagrams at Yojo Crow. That's with all, uh, uh, with, with ease. There's just Y O and then Joe Crow with ease on the end of those things. And then at Dragon Con every year, yes. I'm at American Sci Fi Classics Track. So I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash American Sci-Fi Classics. Outstanding. So, have you announced any of the plans for DragonCon this year? Who you got? Not. Um, it's it's kind of getting about that time. Yeah. Okay. It's clo- we're close. Yeah. Um, I've got um, somebody that I can't talk about from oh. the 80s who oh. may be coming, and I'm excited. Rajiv Nielsen? I wish. <laughs> I, no. Is it, are you doing the small wonder panel? <laughs> I, again, I would not, now, now, you, now, now, now I feel bad because it's not small wonder or Brigitte Nielsen, but, but I'm excited about who I think we're going to get. So, nice. But again, I, I don't even, I try not to talk about it until it actually happens. Nice. Like there was one year a few years ago where we... Um, we got John. We got John Cusack, but I couldn't talk about it, and so I couldn't tell anybody that we had John Cusack because yeah. we were afraid we would he would he would end up getting a job <laughs> or getting work and not being able to come. But then he actually came. So. Nice. Wow. But fun stuff. It's fun stuff every year. Where can people find you, Mike? Uh, the Michael Oak on Twitter and Deucecast Movie Show. All right. And then on you'll Twitter. find all three of us. Later on this year, here in Birmingham at Magic, Magic City, City Con. Con. Yep. And then again at the, the Sci-Fi, Sci-Fi Fantasy, Fantasy Fest, Festival which here comes at up the Hoover Public Library. Yep. And uh, you can find me. I, all the stuff that I do is on CosmicPotato.com. Nice. So check that out. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can contact us by email at mail at cosmicpotato.com or send us a voicemail or text message to 205-642-8380. Help the show grow by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for joining us for Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast.
Thank you for listening to this program and helping to support the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. Be sure to check out all of these other great podcasts that we have to offer. On Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast, join Sean, John, Rick, and Virginia as they bring you the latest entertainment news. They've got you covered from Marvel to Star Wars, classic films, TV shows, and everything in between. What is Captain Game Show? It's a light-hearted trivia and wordplay thunderdome. Join John Irons as he plays a game where pop culture knowledge is not enough. You also need to have a black belt in haiku kung fu. For you fans of Star Trek Discovery, we have Discovery After Show. Every week, Sean, Rick, John, and Virginia break down the good and bad of the latest episode of the series. They compare what they're seeing to episodes of the older shows and speculate on things to come. Movie fans will love... Wait, you've never seen... Virginia's taste in film is mostly with the classics and musicals. Her boyfriend Shane loves sci-fi and action. Every week, they watch and review a film that one of them hasn't seen. It might be Die Hard, or it could be Singing in the Rain. But they're both increasing their film knowledge one movie at a time. If you can't get enough geekery, then you'll want to check out World War G. It's a podcast about all things geek. Troy, AJ, and Colton sit down and talk about the geeky news of the week. They discuss movies, TV, comic books, video games, and occasionally they have a taste test. It's a fun, entertaining podcast if you're a nerd, geek, weirdo, or anything in between. If you're a TV fan, then you'll want to tune in to Trial by Pilot. No one has time to watch every new television show. That's why Bill, Elizabeth, and Casey give their verdict on all the new shows. They judge an entire season of television based solely on the pilot episode. And we do sports, too. Wrestling counts, right? Do you remember the great legends of wrestling from back in the day? Was watching WrestleMania one of the highlights of your childhood? Join Rob and Zach as they watch and review every WrestleMania ever on Review-A-Mania. You can find all of these shows on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. Visit our website at CosmicPotato.com to find out more. Remember to like what you want and let others do the same.